happy Thanksgiving from the BWI Daily Edition. I'm here with Nate Bauer because traditions are important, and after every Penn State football practice the next day, he and I talk about it. So on a day steeped in tradition, we're coming to you for at least just a couple of minutes, and then we're going to get back to our families who uh, are definitely happy we're doing this, definitely happy that we're doing this. So Nate Bauer, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking some time, and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we don't have families. It's... uh... (laughs) It's Penn State football season, buddy. Yeah. So, no, Thanksgiving can wait. Let's Work talk. robots. Uh, we were at practice yesterday. I want to, as always, start with your impressions of what you saw, and then we'll get into some things James Franklin said after practice. But as far as the players playing and the positions positioning, what did you see? Yeah, there was a um, – and I think this kind of actually applies to um, – not just football, but all the sports. When when the rest of campus disappears, the the vibe changes a little bit. And so I, I thought that that was reflected in the, the portion of practice that we saw. I mean, obviously, we're only there for, what, 15, 20 minutes. You got James Franklin doing the push-ups. Yeah. Uh, you know. Somebody you, lost something but, with the kicking competition, I think, and he was the one that lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, granted that they try to keep, they try to keep things fun as much as they possibly can. Yeah. But um, no, I just, I thought that there was, there was certainly uh, an element of competitive juices and fires and trash talk um, between offense and defense. You had some one-on-ones between, you know, some of Penn State's like the tight ends and the receivers versus the defensive backs. And it, I mean, it, it was actually pretty funny. I don't know if you heard some of the specific things that were said, but um, I, I did. And they were, um, they actually were repeatable. It wasn't, <laughs> was it, were you, ta- are you talking about what Tariq, uh, Tariq and, and um, Malik Mega had a back and forth that I heard. Uh, that was the one that yeah. I heard. Well, there was, there was at one point, and I, I'm not exactly sure who said it because, but I thought it was very funny because of how brutal it was. One of the def- defensive guys, uh, after an incompletion, said something to the effect of, yeah, this is just how it goes at Penn State. Offense gets to the red zone and can't score. <laughs> oh, no. So and then, for Penn and, State football he, fans, the defense is saying it too. <laughs> and well, and, and I mean, the funniest part was that he was like, but the defense Anybody gets to the red zone on us and we shut them down. <laughs> it's just like, oh, true. Yeah. There was <laughs> a, uh, that, that was uh, a, a three yard completion. Sean Clifford was, was uh, uh, arguing that it was definitely a five yard completion and it was second and six. So yeah, that was, yep. Yeah. He's, he's not a math major, but uh that yeah, here is the individual periods we were talking about. The the guys, this is the throw right here where they were talking about. That's a two yard gain. Congratulations! But it was a fun. I I thought there was a fun vibe, especially this DBs and uh and receivers. And this is a part of practice not only that we don't get to see a lot, but we just don't get to see the DBs in general. They're a part of the field that would, like we don't have access to. So it was good to actually see. This stuff that we're showing you right yep. now. So I always say, like, you are getting my view of what's going on at practice. So everything you see is what I'm seeing in these videos. And this is the first time we've got to see it in a while. And a guy I'm glad we got to see was Jalen Reed because he's a part of the conversation today with a certain Penn State football player that entered the transfer portal yesterday. And I'm going to go ahead and fire this bad boy up because it's our first transfer portal of the season. 
Tyler Rudolph, former four-star redshirt sophomore, has entered his name into the transfer portal. And when the name came up yesterday, you're always I'm always like a little taken back at first because you're not expecting news like that. And then you go, okay, well, that makes sense given what's happened at that position. I just wanted to get your thoughts on on what you saw in this situation and your thoughts on on him transferring or at least entering his name into the portal. Yeah, I mean, certainly he was a guy who who there were some expectations um, given his prior performances last year that he would be a contributor to to this team this season. And frankly, he started the season that way. Yep. Um, you know, he he was a he disappeared, right? And yep. so Penn State doesn't necessarily get into some of the details and the reasoning behind things like this. But um, you know, Alec Kazam, bye. Yeah. He was a disappearing act. He was he played in three games to start the season. Villanova was his last one. He hasn't played since. And Jalen Reed now has a package in the Penn State defense on third down. So that should tell you exactly what's going on there. The part that I find interesting, and I understand that part of this is, you know, a guy jumps you on the depth chart, but I always viewed him as more of a Jaquan Brisker sort of type of safety. And he's just not going to get those snaps this year. So the idea yep. that that guys are jumping him on the depth chart might not even be at his position. And I don't have the the true depth chart in front of me, but just looking at the, the the number of players coming back and the number of players that are freshmen this year that are on the roster, he was automatically going to be in the two deep next year. So I'm always a little bit taken aback by you must really not like it at Penn State at this point, or you must be really hurt that you didn't play because you're going to be a part of the conversation next year, but you're taking yourself out of it and putting yourself in a complete unknown. Um, unless it's not your choice, T. Frank. That's true. That's true. And so without speculating, which I don't want to do, who knows? But certainly yeah. you would you would think that there would have been an opportunity there. Um, sometimes things just don't work out, and um, that's, that's how it goes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's so that's always the that's always the analysis and then there's always the caveat of but I don't know what's actually happening behind the scenes and that's what you bring up is an obvious thing that is an undercurrent in the transfer portal in general. Uh and For Penn sure. State is bringing in four defensive backs at safety in the next class including JUCO transfer Tyrese uh Ticey Mills from uh Lackawanna Community College. So there are a a lot of different options at safety, but they're all very young. Uh, yeah. Anything about players other than Rudolph that we were expecting that weren't at practice yesterday or things you noticed from uh, an availability standpoint? Because yeah, I know the so virus is still a thing. Correct. So Rashid, Rashid Walker, uh, obviously on Penn State's offensive line, uh, did not see him at practice in the, in the post-practice um, interview with James Franklin. He said... Uh, that he doesn't talk about specifics in terms of injuries and players, but that um, Penn state typically handles that. And, and he said it in a way that didn't necessarily make it so that he was talking about Rashid. He was talking more generally, or at least he, he left the, the, the way that he put it more generally um, that, you know, uh, Basically, when the media gets to practice on Wednesdays, they take guys who are injured or close to injured fringe type of guys, guys who might be able to play, but also might not. 
he was like, yeah, the, uh, typically we send them to inside so that you guys don't see. I mean, he at least he said it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they do is they take the, the guys in the light blue jerseys who who mean, hey, hands off, don't touch. Right. Yeah. Puts, puts, puts those guys away and lets them do trainings, you know, rehab sessions, those kind of things while the media is at practice for those 20 minutes. And then sometimes they bring them back out. Sometimes they don't, but um, certainly he kind of left the impression that there's a possibility that Rashid Walker is back for this weekend, but also maybe not. Yeah, that was a, a noticeable absence uh, as well. And we were talking, I also didn't see Juice Scruggs out there. Did see a lot of Bryce Efner, as you saw in our video, if you're watching on YouTube. If you are watching and you've gotten to the seven, eight minute, we're almost at nine minutes here, and you haven't given the video a like, you're holding Come out on. on me, man. It's Thanksgiving. Share, give, give it a like, subscribe to the channel. You're here all the time. I see you. So just subscribe to the channel. Be part of the, the, the fan base of, of the channel. And I don't mean that as like, hey, you're fans. It's like the people that subscribe. It's, it's not and too hard. May, may I just say, maybe leave a nice comment. There, there's just a lot of negativity out there. And, yeah. and I think, I think, for one, yeah, maybe a little more positivity in this world would do us all some good. So, so. how about this? Leave a comment with your favorite pie on thanksgiving leave sure. leave a comment with your favorite pie on thanksgiving on the video yeah. and uh and that'll be our thanksgiving tradition for the show so James i'll leave Frank 10 comments <laughs> you have 10 favorite pies i had a uh, cheesecake yesterday that was phenomenal uh not oh, not great. a thanksgiving pie it was it was the night before what did james franklin have to say about the contract the first time he's talked to us since all of that has happened what did he say about the contract the roadmap the, all the things we talked about on Tuesday. Was there an interesting follow-up to any of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's this, 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 uh, I mean, certainly he talked about it. He was more open about it than he had been. But, um, you know, there are still some things that he is kind of unwilling to get into. And I think that you can understand why, right? Like, you, his... <laughs> He's kind of in a tough spot because in in some respects, he wants to, I think, draw attention to all of the way like this, this undercurrent of how the program can be better. Right. Yeah. Like and listen, Nick Saban is doing the same thing. Uh, Dabo Swinney is doing the same thing. If if that is not the way that your program operates in terms of hey, let's find all of the areas, every single possible thing that we can get better at, which is, guess what? Everything, always, it doesn't matter where the, what program you're talking about, that's going to be part of the conversation. Well, while doing that, he has to balance that against, hey, you don't want to make yourself look bad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to, or, you don't want to make the program look bad. Or insult somebody that you're not intending to insult. You know, or, or some... Uh, throw somebody under the bus or throw an administration or administrator or a finance person under the Correct. bus when you need to work with those people. You're trying to get them on your side to see things your way. That's that's a fair thing. When it comes 100%. to the, the things we talked about as far as the important matters of the roadmap and uh, the roadmap and the way that I was thinking about it is like, so you, you have the roadmap mapped out and all those things. You don't have to share that. But like, what's the first brick here, Dorothy? Like, what is where are we starting from? You know, the yellow brick road, did he give any details about that part that we know is the real point of this extension? 
No, he didn't. And but yeah. but what I would say is this. All of the things that we talked about um, immediately afterwards on Tuesday and the, the, the right the in the statement, the list was academic community relation, um, training table facilities, right? Like on and on down the list. There is there is an an element of this of like being able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't have to be exclusive of each other. These things can be happening concurrently. Right. And so while I understand um, you know, kind of this this notion, and certainly I'm I'm uh it happens to me as much as anybody else of okay, well what's what's one, two, three? Um, so yeah, no, it, it, uh, th- there are all of these different things that can happen, um, at the same time. And I think that that's really what he's talking about is, Hey, let's, let's get these things done concurrently and let's get them done with a sense of urgency. Yeah. Uh, so it is always interesting of people think in linear terms, but it doesn't have to be that. So all that aside, I don't want to ask you about that again for a very long time, or at least until something actually happens. Let's talk about Michigan State quickly. Uh, with as many players up in the air, with some still the virus news that some players are still experiencing symptoms, how are you feeling about Michigan State as far as the availability of players and Penn State's chances in that game? Yeah, no, I, th- I think that I think that if you're looking at Michigan State, the big question for Michigan State is who does Michigan State have available? They, they, they have a rash of injuries and problems and you know their head coach mel tucker treats injuries kind of similar to, to uh the way that james franklin does and he, he just doesn't talk about them he does not give detail he does not uh, right so there there are things that aren't really known about what michigan state is going to bring to the table obviously they have a tremendous running game they have a tremendous running back um obviously they also have uh issues with their pass defense and so some of the things that line up for Penn State in a positive way make this an intriguing game, right? For as much success as Michigan State has had this season, Penn State has thrown the ball very well, which aligns nicely for Penn State with what Michigan State has problems with. And Penn State stops the run very well. They bottle it up um, well. Exactly. Yep. So if if those things if those things are to Penn State's benefit, then look, I, I mean, I, I've kind of phrased this the same all season, which is Penn State's not going to blow Michigan State out, yep. and Penn State is not going to get blown out because they are competitive in every game that they play. They have been really toe to toe with just about everyone, other than late in the fourth quarter against Ohio State. And so, you know, I think that anybody who talks about this game in a way that that makes it sound like, oh, Penn State's got a major advantage or a major disadvantage. I don't think that's true. Uh, it's just, hey, close game out of Michigan State. Who who comes out with the win? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, all this week, it's been a, a pure toss up to me because even with Michigan State's the thing that they do the worst is they give up big plays, which is also the thing Penn State does the worst is to go get big plays. We'll have more yeah. about that tomorrow. I'll give you a little bit more of how I feel about that. We're having a bowl special with both Greg and Ryan on the BWI Daily Edition. Greg Pickle, Ryan uh, Snyder are going to be giving you a breakdown of where Penn State might go. Three top bowls that Penn State might go to, depending on they win or they lose, or either way. That's tomorrow on your Black Friday special bowl selection before Penn State and Michigan. Nate Bauer, practice observations today. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it.
Thanks so much for having me. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. So thank you for being on the channel, being uh, my my partner in all of this. You, Ryan, Greg, Dave are absolutely the best. And we'll have more of that buddy, buddy, buddy cop stuff coming up all off season. We're not going anywhere. BWI Daily. Stay tuned.